0: What is going on online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by one of my coaches inside of the 10 Coaching Academy because we are doing a four-part series called Meet the Coaches and the first guest coming on today, six figures at 23 years old. This is Mr. Nick fucking Matthews. What up, Nick? What's up, guys? How you doing? Dude, amazing. Doing so good. So, dude, before we get into this, how you feeling? Are you excited to be on the podcast? Like, where are you at?
1: Dude, I'm really excited to be on the podcast. The first one was was good, but I think we can dive a little deeper on this one since it's uh, a little more, like, it's about meeting the coaches. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm excited for this one because, like, people kind of met me. So now I can go a little bit more in depth on some of the things. And then, like you said, share some nuggets for you guys at the end. Dude, I love it. So those of you
0: guys that have been following my podcast for a while that have, like, been interested in joining the 10K Coaching Academy, like, I think it's important to. Understand that the 10K Coaching Academy has grown into a fucking bah, it's a beast now. And with serving 1,075 clients right now in the 10K Coaching Academy, serving 1,075 clients, like it is 100% impossible for me to serve every single one of them at like the like the level that I demand out of PT Domination. And so throughout the course of PT Domination, there's been certain people where like PT Dom come into these people's lives and made a fucking impact. And Nick is one of these people. And then Nick was just like, dude, like I fucking I'm so happy. I'm so grateful. Like I want to give back. Back to the community. Now I want to do what like we did with me with other people, and so that's fucking Nick, and that's some of the mm-hmm. other coaches that we're going to bring on this podcast. So, dude, I want to know the Nick story. I want to know the Nick backstory. So,
1: dude, let's take these listeners way back. Let's tell, sure. talk a little
0: bit about your story. You know, where were you born and raised? Let's go there.
1: All right, let's go there. So, I was born in a small town in Florida. I'm up in North Florida, so anybody in Florida, what's up? And I actually lived most of my life in a smaller town right outside of that. When I say small, guys, like I mean we had one caution light, no stoplights, barely any stop signs. Like Mom shops like Walmart was even in our, our city. So that's how little this place was. And I was surrounded by nothing but blue collar work. So mm. like you, I know a lot of people can relate with that. So like I was raised seeing my dad go to work on Christmas Eve mm. and like Christmas day sometimes because he had to do stuff so we could actually get Christmas presents. And then like seeing my mom like struggle, like raising me and my brother because like income wasn't there growing up because all it was was blue collar work. So dad was always gone. Mom was always stressed and busy. So like I knew from a really early age, I was like, I'm going to break this trend like Mm -hmm. I'm not going to jail I'm not doing drugs I'm going to college like that was my like focus from like as long as I can remember because nobody graduated in my family nobody Mm -hmm. went to college in my family like nobody really had aspirations because they didn't Mm -hmm. think they could have them because they were all raised the exact same way I was raised
0: Mm -hmm. and it's like it's so so funny because I'd feel you because I was raised in an environment like that I think it's important to understand that like it's nobody's fault right it's like it just gets passed Mm -hmm. down from generation to generation like my grandparents you know raised my parents in a certain way where like we just struggled for money when I was growing mm-hmm. up. And like, I remember like, I would always look at people that were like more wealthy than us. And I, I viewed them as like better than us or, or bigger than mm-hmm. us, because like, that's just like, I've never, like, it was like hard for me to imagine myself having money. But I do remember mm-hmm. like same thing, man. I remember looking at my like family and I was like, I don't want to be like this, you know?
1: And that's a big one for anybody listening to this. If this is the same thing that you're going through, you have a similar life that I had or that B had. Uh, the academy is a big thing that I think shifted that for me because I was around people that were, okay with talking money mm. and, and like, like you don't like go to your best friend in a traditional environment. Say you're working a cubicle and you're like, bro, I just made $20,000. And then him be like, oh dude, that's awesome. They're like either jealous. They resent you. They think you're lying. Like in the academy, it's not like that. So I think that was a big one because we don't talk about money in like a normal community or a normal environment. Yeah. So whenever you're talking about money all the time, it's just a new normal. So like my normal was being poor. That was what I was like raised around.
0: My normal. And then when I came into it, yeah,
1: exactly. Like that was my normal because like similar to you, like I was single wide trailer. We could barely pay rent on the single wide trailer. Like I was, my family was sponsored for Christmas multiple yeah. times because my parents couldn't afford Christmas. So like I was raised like very, very poor food stamps, all of that. And like, that was my normal. So whenever I came into the community and you were like, Nick, we can get you to $5,000 a month. We can get you to $10,000 a month. Like I was like, I remember like looking at you and being like, you are lying to my face. Like $2,000 is all I need. Like, yeah. and it's because of like that, that mindset that I had because being poor, was so normal to me that $10,000 was like, that wasn't even in the spectrum of what I thought could be a reality.
0: Dude, it's so funny because let's talk money for a second. I actually do not tell anybody i like in my regular like day-to-day life like i never ever talk about money because people just don't even believe it like they just don't they just think i'm fucking lying like i remember there was like one family dinner where me and kirsten and her family were in a conversation and they were talking about like you know money for the wedding and kirsten like lightly talked about how much i made and like they're just all of them like including parents Mm -hmm. were like no they're like, no way. It's just not possible. Yep. And it's just like, but that's just like the mindset, right? And so it's like, it's hard for us to break out of that if we're surrounded by that. So if your friends are all like, you're talking about getting $10,000 mm-hmm. $10, a month and your friends are all like, that's bullshit, right? That fucking way. Like It's a scam. It's like- mm-hmm really hard for you to level up if you're like around that. Right. So, okay. So you're in this environment. You're like not happy in the sense of like, you know, that you don't want this. You're like, I need, like, I'm going to break this chain. Like yep. what that got, like, how did fitness come into this?
1: Yeah. So it, it mainly came from sports to be honest. So the, the, like, I knew we couldn't afford school. And to be completely transparent, like, I didn't really care about school. So my grades weren't that good until, like, I realized, hey, if you don't make good grades, you actually can't even play baseball in college. And I was like, oh, dang. Okay. So then I went all in on school, <laughs> made my GPA go up from, like, like it was low, guys. It, like, it was like a 1.9 or something. And I graduated with, like, a 3.8, graduated honors my final year. So, like, that's already the first shift. My family was, like, pushing school on me because I think that's a very traditional poor person mindset thing to do is, like, hey, go to school, not bashing school yeah. at all, but, like, that's usually the the safe route right so baseball got me into it because i was like all right like i'm going to these combines and stuff and seeing like other people on these tryouts and i'm like dang this guy's the same age as me and like he's hitting the ball 40 feet farther than i am i need to squat mm. more mm. so like that's kind of how it started was like i was a super skinny kid was skinny like i was just happy but then we get to especially high school pursuing college baseball like you get it, like athletics alone doesn't just get you there anymore like you gotta have like muscle you gotta have drive energy like all of that and like all i had was the athletic ability so i was like okay something's gotta change around like ninth, 10th grade, I started lifting weights.
0: Cool. Started lifting weights, started packing on some size. And it's funny, again, I feel like we're doing a little brief little side rambles and I like it. I was listening to a podcast today about university and, and education. And there was a dude on the podcast that was talking about how, so he's a marketing major and his friend has like his own chiropractor clinic, went to school for chiropractor for eight years, like studied to be a chiropractor and wanted to open up his own practice and open up his own practice. And like nobody fucking came. And, and so this guy goes over to his friend's house and starts talking and like figuring out what the problem is and then, you know, gives him some marketing advice on how to get some new clients in the door and the guy goes like dude like i've been in school for like eight fucking years and out of the eight years that i've been in school not a single person talked to me about how to get clients and i was like that's fucked up
1: yep. that's a big one like even like at such a high level of a doctor degree like that if you're not getting clients you're not making money therefore yeah. you don't have a business
0: yeah it's so funny it's like that's like the number one skill It's like your personal trainers will go to school to get a kines degree and like not once do they have a conversation about like here's how you never it's not once it's fucked up okay so fitness it was like baseball you're playing sports you wanted to get better you wanted to improve which actually was very similar to me dude like i was the only reason i really started working out is because i was playing football and Mm -hmm. like i was going for runs before to lose weight but like when i actually started like taking my fitness seriously i was playing football and i was like oh i'm gonna be like a pro athlete like that was like the dream right and then i saw other people that were around me that were like more jacked and faster than me so i was like i guess i can get an edge by like working out and and training Mm -hmm. and i honestly never never ever ever imagined myself being a personal trainer like that wasn't even fucking on my radar like I was like yeah. no. you know I was like I'm gonna be a pro athlete like that that was it so that was for me So let's talk about some adversities dude so we got we're like in university we're playing baseball. working out we still got like that like poor money mindset like what was a major adversity that you had to go through when you were in in university
1: yeah for sure so like when I was in school similar to you I didn't really like I knew I liked fitness just because like the like the baseball to fitness kind of thing just like if you play sports fitness is kind of like second nature anyway so I knew like I wanted to do something on that route but personal training didn't make enough money I saw like I read all the stuff so like I read everything about how many hours people put in to make a good income like and then the income still not being that good and then you have to pay so much to the gym itself and so on and so forth forth. And I was like, okay, I don't want to be a personal trainer, but I want to do something in this niche. So I actually pursued physical therapy and I got two years into college and I was like, I do not want to pursue physical therapy because Mm. like guys, if anybody's done any kind of medical major, you guys already know the anatomy, the biology, the chemistry, all of that, the math. And I was like, okay, like this isn't for me. Like I just knew like not saying like don't work hard, but like I knew that wasn't passion because all the hours I had to put in to do this. And I was like, I hate this. Like I literally genuinely hate this. And I've got six more years of this just for Mm. what for a paycheck and I was like this isn't what I want to do so I actually switched my major to entrepreneurship and I remember this so vividly because we're talking adversity here like I was the one breaking the trend. like at this point I didn't mention this earlier at this point I had finally hung up the cleats for the last time so like that's already like a hard thing to go through as an athlete but like I was like okay I still want to be successful so I'm going to continue school and I switched to an entrepreneurship major I was taking a microeconomics class and I remember this like this is so vivid because at the time I was pursuing clothing and I was sitting there and I was like why am I going to school? school to be an entrepreneur? Why am I going to school when I can learn this stuff in real life? Why am I paying somebody to teach me stuff that I can learn through experience? So literally that day I went home, I talked to my now wife and I was like, Hey, I know you're pursuing nursing and school is very, very important to you and your family, but I think it's best for me to drop out. Like one, like it was awesome because she gave me so much support. She trusted me, but at the same time, it was kind of like, okay, so what are you going to do? And I was like, that's what I got to figure out.
0: Crazy. That's a hard conversation.
1: That's a hard conversation, dude, because like she was pursuing a medical route. I was pursuing a medical route. So whenever we started dating, her family knew I was pursuing medical. My family knew I was pursuing medical. It's kind of like, it was a brand. And then whenever I go to my family and her family and I'm like, Hey, I'm dropping out. They're like, it was just shock to everybody because we all kind of grew up in that poorer environment. They're like, that's yeah. what do you mean? You're dropping out.
0: Like, that's like the way you're like dropping out of the yeah. way. And dude, that's like challenging as fuck. And I, um, do you mind if we go there? Because I know that like that not caused some issues, that caused some issues. Yeah, didn't not it? at
1: all. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So like with her family in particular, my family we grew up much more. So, like, they were just kind of like, we trust you. We think you should stay in college, but if you don't want to do it, then like their thing was like, you can always go back. Yeah. And I was like, true. So, her family, though, it was the opposite. Like, it was kind of like, this is our daughter and she's pursuing a nursing degree. And like, nursing is a very secure career path. Like, if you're a nurse, like, you're almost guaranteed to always have a job and not yeah. discrediting it for any reason, but like, it's a medical degree. Like, it's like you're in medicine. It's a very, very like, well respected major. So, yeah. when I I'm dropping out and it almost makes me look lazy in their in their eyes because they're like oh it got hard and you dropped out she's in nursing school and I'm like yeah. I get that and it's not that it was hard because we all know starting a business is hard but like it's not that it was hard it, was, it wasn't it was my passion so like trying to convince someone that it wasn't my passion was really hard especially mm. in being someone like because I grew up in the south so like you respect like their parents and stuff like it's a very like hospitality is a really big thing yeah. and they're kind of like okay so you're dropping out what are you doing because at the time I worked at a restaurant <laughs> so I'm like oh uh, I I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out. And they were pushing all these routes on me, trying to find me jobs and stuff. And like, it was a stressful, stressful period. Not going to lie. It was, it was hard because like, I didn't have support besides gauge, but like, kind of like we were talking about with the community, like when I have one support person that I can go to, but she's stressed out and everything too. And then everybody else in my corner is telling me to go back to school. It's really hard to stay on track and pursue what I want to pursue.
0: Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. This is a fucking really cool podcast. How many of you guys feel like that? How many of you guys feel like you're the only one in your corner? Like you're like listening yeah. to this and you're in the audience right now and you're not in the Tinky Academy yet. And You're just like, yo, nobody has my fucking back. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're doing it by yourself. It's like yeah. you want to grow the successful online business, and so that's why you're listening to this podcast. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. It's like you want to grow the successful online fitness business, and you feel like you're like I'm the only one that has my fucking back. It's like mm-hmm. and nobody else gets this. Like, like I know that it's possible to make money online. I see other fucking people doing it. Like, other people aren't any better than I am for some reason. I'm the only one that can see the fact that I can make this work, and everybody else is like, get a fucking job, stay in school. Mm-hmm. And like, dude, I like I hated it. I couldn't stand it. So. I'm going to assume that's where, obviously, you know, when you were trying to figure it out, like you just decided online coaching because you were working out and is like, is that yep. just how it just did? Was it like a natural progression? Like you just decided? like, it,
1: Yeah. In a way it was a natural progression. Funny story. I'll tell this part real quick. I actually met my now best friend through social media. His, like the gym that I go to now, it was a 30 minute drive away, yep. but I knew I wanted to get out of my small town gym because I wanted to be surrounded by people that actually lifted weights.
0: You knew you wanted to get out of your small town gym. So you literally drove 30 minutes to go to a gym because you knew it would level you up. That's fucking Exactly.
1: Dude, the very first day I was there, there was a guy deadlifting 605 pounds for reps. And I was <laughs> like, this is where I need to be. There's like eight or nine IFBB pros there. Like I was like, I need to be surrounded in this environment. One, these people know more than I know. Like I can ask them questions. I'm not afraid to ask questions for anybody. Like I'll, I'll go yeah. straight up to them I'll be like, hey bro, like you're doing this. Like how do you get there? Like that kind of stuff. So yeah, it was an hour round trip, like an hour and a few minutes. But I met him at this gym and he was already doing some online stuff and he was only 16 at the time. So I was like, dude, like you're making money as a 16 year old like dropped out of school. He was homeschooled so he could pursue doing online marketing stuff. And similar thing, he met our very first mentor with online coaching. And I was like, heck, I love fitness. I know enough about it. I work out every day. I was like, why not try and make some money out of something like this? And we've talked about this before. The first mentor I had wasn't the thing that really sparked it for me, but I met another person that really did help me. And that was Mason Mahoney. And then Mason introduced you to me or introduced me to you. And that's kind of like how it all came in. It was just kind of like, I just followed it. Like I was like, oh, I can make some online money with fitness, Boom! Met this person, met this person, met you. I was like, all right, this guy said he can get me to 5K,
0: dude. And that—that's another golden nugget, guys. As you're pursuing your dreams, you need to follow the fucking breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. Straight up, you need to follow the fucking breadcrumbs. Like sometimes they come in like the weirdest, like weirdest places, and you're not expecting it, but you need to follow the breadcrumbs. I think it's really fucking important. And I know that, like, even for me in my life, dude, some of the people that I met through, like, and then it always it like leads to something. I think it's like when you're committed to this thing, you like you know that you want to be successful, and like you know that you want to be an online coach. Which it's like, you just kind of follow the breadcrumbs. And sometimes you end up where you fucking want to get to. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're in the right fucking place. So dude, you reached out to me. And I know when, like when you reached out, you reached out in a very similar position that a lot of people in this podcast audience mm-hmm. are at right now. And that is like, you were like, I think you were making around a thousand dollars a month. Am I right? Yeah. It was like 12 to 15, but it was a lot of hours. I was a waiter. So you were making $1,500 a month, but you were making zero online coaching.
1: Zero online coaching. Yeah. Oh
0: shit. I didn't know that. That's even cooler. Yeah. Yeah. That's zero online
1: coaching. I sold one person for like $35 or something before, but like, it, it was awful. There, it wasn't online coaching. It was like, Hey, here's a PDF of a workout program.
0: Shit. Oh, that's fucking even cooler. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. I thought it was
0: fifty nine dollars month online coaching. Okay. So it was zero and you were working long hours as a fucking waiter and you were like, wanted to make this online thing work. And you, so you were just like putting together the hours you're trying to study, trying to make it work. I want you to talk about like joining the pizza domination program. And like when you joined, like what started to happen in your business and mm-hmm. also your
1: life. Yeah, so like, I mean, the biggest one that I will say 100% separates PT Dom from any other mentorship that I've ever done is the support in terms of like, I actually talked to you. Like Mm -hmm. there were several days that like you actually replied to my comments where a lot of other masterminds, you never hear from like the head guy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like, that was a big one. I always heard, I always heard back from you and Cole, specifically on my comments or like on my post or whatever. I asked questions, they were always answered within like 12 to 24 hours. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, I wasn't waiting three, four, five days and then never getting an answer on a question. I didn't have to wait for a specific video to have a question answered. So like that was a really big one. But like, I would say that like on top of that, just the systems, I didn't have any systems. I didn't know how to get leads. I didn't know how to grow my network. I didn't know how to like, I didn't know what apps to use. I wasn't using any apps at the time. Like I didn't know any of the onboarding process. So like just those two things alone, like a support system and people that have been where I want to go. And then like, uh, Hey, here's a step-by-step guide to do it, do it as well. Dude, I fucking love that. And like, that's literally Nick
0: is one, of the coaches, just so you guys know, yeah. Nick transitioned to a coach. But before Nick was a coach, like, like that's our fucking jam is like, we are different in the sense of like, I feel like it's so good that you're saying this and I'm not because I feel like if I'm saying it, it's like, okay, Brian, like we get it. Your product's cool. But like to hear it from somebody else, it's like that's been through the experience. Like if you're in the Ticket Coaching Academy and you feel this, if you feel like you get the support you need when you need it, if you feel like you get your questions answered by a coach within like 12, just fucking let me know on the slide. let me fucking know and comment mm-hmm. on the live stream. Let us fucking know because that's what we're about, dude. I remember when I first started, of the business I was like I told Cole I was like I'm gonna make it a fucking rule in this business as it grows that every single question that ever gets asked by one of our students must be answered within 24 hours by two coaches and that's like a fucking non-negotiable no questions asked Mm -hmm. because I hate absolutely hate I've been in mentorship programs where I don't hear from the dude in charge and that like literally wants makes me want to punch myself directly in the head so that's number one and number two is like I've been in mentorship programs where I'll ask a question and it's like it doesn't get answered for like four fucking days and I'm like dude why am I paying That's so cool that you mentioned that because that's like one of my core values. And I just like, I love that it's reflected back to me.
1: And with over a thousand member guys, we still do that. Two coaches always hit your post within 24 hours. Like, I don't know if another mastermind or a group or a coach can even say that. So like that alone is just like so much accountability and so much support. And then like, even if it isn't a question related to your business, like support in terms of life, like we've had people go through all sorts of things in life. And the fact that you get support from so many people, like this community is actually on fire. You'll hear some coaches say like, oh, you're gonna get so much support from our community and then you ask for support on something and then nobody answers it. And then you get like one like, that is the complete opposite here. Like you're getting like several comments, several like hard emojis, not just a like. You're seeing people genuinely care about you and your success whenever you join the PC Dom.
0: Fuck yeah, bro. That's what we're about. Dude, so I want to talk about the conversation that me and you had the one day where you called me and you're like, yo, I either need to make this work or I need to opt out because you're basically given an ultimatum. You remember
1: that? Yeah, I think that was uh, right before the mastermind too. Yeah. So yeah, like I was, I joined the course, September early early September and I want to say you had done one mastermind before but like kind of like a case study mastermind so like yeah. you were getting ready to like launch like your first legit mastermind kind of thing and you were like giving us little like hints here and there about it and like hyping it up and at the time like I was like that's definitely not for me whatever but when I knew like I said and it comes down to the support guys like I wanted direct access to you guys like I didn't want it to be just oh like I want a couple questions answered I want to be like Yo will be I'm doing this in my business what can I do next blah 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 but kind of like what you're just saying like I had to make this work or my mother in law wasn't going to let me marry, like, wasn't going to let me marry Gage. And, like, that right there, guys, if that's not pressure in your opinion, then, like, I don't know what's going to, like, Dude, he literally called me.
0: Going. He literally called me and he was like, man, he's like, I want this so fucking bad. He's like, I'm going to be honest because I know I remember my side of the story. At the time, Nick was making about two to 3K a month, like, yep. consistently. And the reason he was making two to 3K a month is because he just wasn't fucking showing up, like, as much as he could. You know, he wasn't <laughs> playing at full speed. Motherfucker was sleeping in, not doing Dude, his morning ritual. Cool. He was just slacking. And so yeah. came to me and he's like, dude, I need to fucking make this work. He's like, I need to make this work or my mother-in-law is not going to let me marry my wife. And I was like, so I was like, well, <laughs>
1: we better fucking make this work. <laughs> exactly. And like, and that was a big one. Like, And that's exactly why I did the mastermind and everything. Cause I was like, Hey, this is a much bigger investment. This is going to push me. This is going to stretch me. Like, this is what I need to do to, to actually get it to a full-time income. And like, that was a big one. And it was like two months, three months into the mastermind COVID hit and I lost my job. But like, I was able to sustain and make more during covid than i did at my other job working mm. 30 to 40 hours a week so like that was the first glimpse that they had of like oh like this might actually work mm. but even then they still had hesitations because she had a business and then that business failed and stuff so like she was kind of putting her negative energy yeah. like yeah. towards what i was pursuing She was like she, done didn't, a business.
0: she didn't know that you're part of pt dom and that we're fucking yeah. unstoppable
1: exactly and i was what? like and this is online like i don't have a brick of, like i'm not like in-person store paying overhead like guys income you make from this it's like you keep- 90 Percent yeah. you get to keep like it's very very good roi so like yeah so we did the mastermind and i finished the mastermind making enough and they kind of were like all right he's for real doing this like because at the time they were wanting me to do real estate school and insurance school and like all this other stuff and i was like i, I just kept telling me i just nodded my head and i was like yeah 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 you, like i'm every now and then i checked in on it like it's going well and like i was lying but like if i didn't lie to them then like i wouldn't be able to keep pursuing it because they were like how's the school going i was like oh it's it's going great it's going it's going really well i wasn't doing any school like i invest <laughs> In the program because, like, they wanted me to pay for something like and do something else, but like, I was like, Oh, it's going really good. And then I was doing like mastermind long hours, like, guys, like, there's a lot of you in here that I'm just gonna be frank, complain kind of like B Mark just called me out when I talked to him. I was like, Yeah, and he's like, What time are you waking up? And at the time, I don't remember, it was like it was 10.30. Awful. Yeah,
0: it was like 11 a.m., yeah. bro. Yeah, I was,
1: it, like, was, a. it was awful. And he and like, I remember you saying it to me, you were like, So you don't want to make any more money because you're sleeping into 11 a.m., and it was like, Oh, okay, and you're like, How's your morning routine? And I was like, It's when I wake up at 11 it's kind of hard to do it and you're like dude like this is why you're not doing anything so like it's kind of the same thing and I know you guys will be able to relate with this because I would most of the time work doubles at this restaurant so you work a double I would do work in the morning I would go work my double in between the double you get like 30 minute hour lunch break I'd come home lead gin talk to clients whatever and then any bathroom break you actually gave me this ninja trick any bathroom break I would go in and I'd be like hey what's up thank you so much for liking my post blah 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 and I'd sit in the bathroom <laughs> for like two minutes and I would send like seven messages yeah. I would do that like every time I went in the bathroom, I would post stories at work. Like I was real with people and people were like, Oh, I like this. Like you're pursuing a business, you're doing this, but you work a normal life, like a normal job, like things like that. So I know you guys will be able to relate with that. And like, like I said, just to be honest with you guys, like a lot of you are just being lazy. Like it's hard. It's really, really, really hard to start a business, but it's not impossible.
0: Yeah. It's not impossible. Especially when you're fucking surrounded by the people, when you're surrounded by like a thousand people that have your back and you're surrounded by coaches like Nick that actually get it. So dude, I'm curious. I actually do want to know this for myself. Like what was it? Like, so obviously you're making 10K a month super fucking mm-hmm. rad, That's amazing. That's the title of the podcast. But I want to know, like, why did you decide that you wanted to be a coach for PT Dom? Like, yeah. what, what was it that like called you or compelled you to be like, dude, I want to fucking like, I want to work with B Mark and do this shit. Like, what was that?
1: Yeah, I think it was a carryover similar to fitness, right? Like, I wish I could like my vision boards, like stuck up on my wall, like I can't show it. But like the the change in my life over the past two years, it's it's literally insane. Like I've been to Mexico this year, we've traveled on several trips paid for our friends trips this year, we're going to Utah in Vegas next month for my birthday. Like we're doing all this stuff. I got a brand new truck this year. My goal is to get my wife a Tesla next year. Like a lot of this stuff would have never happened. And then like, and we get to give back to things that we want to do. So like, I'm a Christian. So like tithing before, super, super stressful. Now I'm like, hey, like I'm so thankful that I get this opportunity to change people's lives make money, blah, blah, blah. That like tithing is no big deal for me. Like paying my mom's bills, no big deal for me. Like stuff like that. And if I can do that for even just one person, like my life has exponentially like increased in terms of like happiness that like, I could do that just for one person because fitness coaching, like obviously we can change their life, but like, I don't want to say this poorly, but money can definitely make you happier because you can help more people. You can do more things. You can Mm -hmm. change more lives. So like with fitness, like, yeah, I can make your life better. Like you're going to be a healthier person, but whenever you're also a wealthier person and you mix that with your health and you can give back and change people's lives, like it's totally different. It's so, so different. And especially for someone like me coming from my background, like the fact that I have a brand new truck, the fact that like we're paying for vacations with ease, the fact that like, I'm giving to charitable things that I want to give to, I'm giving to my mom, like, and it doesn't stress me out. Like it's, if I can do that for one person, then like, that's the only reason I need to be a coach. You know what I mean? Let's fucking go.
0: Yeah. Let's fucking go, bro. I love it like I'm all about it like I I, like literally live for that shit man and like Mm -hmm. it's so cool because PT Domination has been around for three years you guys and with like in the last three years like we've made a like obviously you guys see the students that were hitting ten thousand dollars a month that like are all over my Instagram and like that's so cool but like the coolest part about this shit is like when we're able to make such a deep profound impact on somebody that like you're like dude I fucking love how I feel right now I love that I'm successful I love that I'm making money I love that I'm like free I'm like I want to fucking give that back so cool so cool and,
1: and like and that's like such a big one like because for me my mindset wasn't there so like like I always like I think everybody has these aspirations growing up like you're like oh I want to travel the world I want to do this but then you fill out like you realize oh it's really expensive yeah and then like most people settle live a mediocre life do the one vacation a year and I was like one vacation a year like no shot like I want to take multiple and like pay for it for everybody like mm. like that's like goals that I have so like doing that and actually being able to do that like that's like I said it's you can't even really put it into words because like of such a big change so like if you guys are where I was when I started, I know this probably sounds fake and this doesn't sound like obtainable for you, but it definitely is. And it took a long time. It took me two years. So like, I don't hide that. I don't hide that at all. Like it is very hard to build a business, but execution has to be there first. Mm. Like I think that's a big one. Like we can give you all the knowledge, all the support, but if you're not there to execute, you're not going to be able to do anything with your business anyway.
0: Facts, bro. So what would you say is like your, like your thing in the community, in the Tanky Coaching Academy, we've got some head coaches in here, but like, what's like your thing?
1: Yeah, my thing. So this is kind of like when I joined, PT Dom, it wasn't called the 10K Academy. So I'm an OG. So I, I get a little bit of uh extra credit for that. But mm-hmm. it was called the first 20 clients. And like guys, I was stuck under 20 clients and under 5K for a very long time, a mm-hmm. very long time doing all the right things. Granted, we already know that I slept in and messed up with some <laughs> things, but yeah, that like absolutely. in return, yeah. So, like in return, though, that like made me learn some things. So, like my like I would say specialty or whatever you want to call it for the academy is. I help you guys, you guys that are under 20 clients, under 5K, because I was there for so long that most of the time, it's just you're lacking execution. But I can give you the little ninja tricks and golden nuggets and things like that that worked really well for me. I can tell you what to focus on and what not to focus on and all that. Mm. So I would definitely say that's more like my focus as a coach for the academy is I'm helping those that are up and coming, less than 20 clients, less than 5K. And my goal is to help them get to 5K so they can move on, get into the mastermind if they want, things like that.
0: Fuck yeah, bro, I love this shit. Okay, so speaking of golden nuggets. Golden nuggets. Do you have any golden nuggets or secrets or like tricks for the podcast listeners right now that are wondering like this fucking kid is 23 years old, came from a trailer park and now he's fucking making six figures a year. Like what's he doing? Like, do you have any little mm-hmm. like secrets or ninja tricks that you could yeah. talk in the podcast audience?
1: So I want to tell a secret or ninja trick, but I do have something I want to end on for you guys. Like a little golden nugget that I think will benefit a ton of you that are newer coaches. If you're not even in the PT Dom, this is going to benefit you. If you're especially in the PT Dom and you're a newer client, less than 20 clients this is really going to benefit you. So listen on this part. Guys, you need clients to start a business. You need clients for it to actually be a business. And something that I struggled with that I don't want any of you to struggle with is I was coming up with a cool logo. I was trying to find out some cool brand colors. I was trying to come up with a cool program name. I was trying to make a perfect niche. I was trying to make sure every piece of content I put out was absolutely perfect. I was doing all that stuff and I didn't even have a client. So like, mm-hmm. it is the biggest waste of time if you're doing all of this and you don't even have a client. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. saying don't do these things because they will be valuable down the road, but they definitely don't need to take up all of your energy. Like I was doing all the stuff that looked cool. Like I'm a business owner. I got my LLC and a logo. What you know what I mean? Like I was doing all of those things where and I didn't even have like a business technically. You yeah. know what I mean, guys? So like make sure you actually have a client base, make sure you're actually making an income and then call it a business. Don't call it a business and don't have a business set up.
0: Dude, I fucking love that. And we are gonna end there because I think that is like the number one thing that every entrepreneur needs when they first getting started is to understand that like, you don't have a fucking business unless you have clients. And I talk to people in the DMs all the time that are like, oh, I'm like working on like building my website and I'm working on like, none of that shit matters because no, I-, I think that a lot of people are, are under the assumption that if you build it, they will come. They will not come. They will not come if you build it. They will not come because you located nope. online trade on your bio. They will not come because of the logo that you're working on. They won't. And as shitty as that is to hear, like the sooner that you can just like make the decision, like fuck it, I'm gonna sign my first client. Like that's when shit actually starts to take off.
1: Yeah. And like, just to finish off on that same point, guys, they buy coaches, not coaching. So they're, Mm. they're buying you. So like, I will say this, then. actually I want to give one ninja trick, Mm -hmm. show your face on your stories, Mm. talk to your camera on your stories, talk to your camera in general and post videos. Like people want to know you as a person. They don't want to just know you as a coach. So like, if all you're doing is posting like workouts and all you're doing is posting like still pictures of stuff on your stories and things like that, they're not going to really get to know you. So they're not going to really ever graduate into trusting you. So Mm. like a lot of you are like, Oh, I've got, people in my DMs, but then I get on a phone call with them and they don't sign up. They probably don't know, really know you yet because you're never posting on your stories, your face and actual videos.
0: And you're never going live and you're never <laughs> doing it. That. That's another topic for another day. We're not going to go into that. You're on um, Facebook, go live. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Change Lives to Make Money Online Trainer Podcast, the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow successful online business. If you decide to join the Tinky Coaching Academy, guess what? Nicholas is going to be one of your coaches. So you're not only going to get me, but you're going to get Nick. And I'm so grateful for this four-part series because on this four-part series, we're going to introduce you to the other three coaches in the 10 coaching academy that are hosting live streams hosting coaching calls etc so get fucking ready because this week is going to be full of a lot of fire nick where do they find you bro at
1: nick matthews fit
0: at nick matthews fit at nick matthews fit with two t's cool peace and love guys have the best day everyone we'll talk to you soon